Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, promoting pathological positivity again at Live on Purpose Radio. And I've got a friend here today who speaks my language because she loves the alliteration of P's. And some of you already know that I get a little out of control with that sometimes with my pathological positivity. But Michelle McCullough actually built a book around P's. Every single chapter starts with a P. Which is awesome. So welcome, Michelle McCullough. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Finally, huh? Yes, pathologically, positively happy about being here. Uh, Precisely. (laughs) (laughs) Profusely appreciative of your plethora of plosive prosody. Oh, dear. Let's not go too far down that road. We just got started. Michelle, thank you for being here. The reason why you're here is because you inspire me. Oh, well, okay then. Fair enough. Sure. Now, we're both part of the the local chapter of the National Speakers Association. When I say local, I mean Mountain West. We cover four western United States, but it's mostly Utah, and you and I hang out together at those meetings on about a monthly basis. And you said something a few months ago that just stuck with me. And inspired me. And lay it on me. And you don't even remember what it was, huh? Probably not. Because you're just out (laughs) doing your thing and you inspire people whether you intend to or not. (laughs) But it's really cool because, Michelle, your brain works in a little different way from mine. Okay. We're both speakers. We're both trainers. We're both presenters. But you have this knack for organizing things in a way that actually makes it easier to move forward. And be productive. I think my creative energy is just kind of blah, you know, just all over the place. But when I listen to you, I get ideas about how to organize my efforts around my good ideas so that I can move them forward. And you said something just before the show that summarizes it. To accomplish what you want to accomplish takes two things. What are they? So I like to tell my clients, and and when I speak, I I say the equation for success is that success equals vision plus action. Vision plus action. Yes, you need both. So you can dream all you want, and a lot of us have lots of dreams. We want to be 20 pounds thinner or have thousands Mm. of dollars in the bank account or change jobs or have kids or whatever that is. All of those things, anything that we have in our head that we want to accomplish, we can visualize it. But where the rubber meets the road is when we're willing to actually take action on those dreams and make them a reality and really make it happen. Make it happen. That's the title of your book. It it is. I say it a little bit too much. Which I have right in front of me here. Make it happen. The 11 practices of peak performers. Yes. And that is powerful, that concept, because we all have these dreams, right? And I'm a dreamer. I acknowledge that. Sure. 
who's going to take my dream and, as you say, make it happen? No one but you, my friend. I know, right? (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if you could just dream a dream and have it like delivered to your table like your dinner? It's like you're ordering it up and it's it's delivered by a drone or something. I will take this, please. Check. Yeah. But if it's your dream, you're the person who gets to make it happen. Absolutely. Okay. So walk us through this principle a little bit. Um, how How you might present it to your clients or where do we start? Well, I think that more than anything, whether you are trying to build a business or Mm -hmm. if you just have a personal goal, I think that we start to put it on a, like a to-do list. We are Mm -hmm. all really good about checking things off. We've got to run to the bank. We've got to go to the grocery store. And so we want to take these goals and dreams of ours and just check something off the list. But what I have found about success is that successful people don't just do something and check it off. Successful people continue to make a ritual and a practice out of success. And Mm. so one of the things that I think is a really key principle is instead of saying, hey, I'm going to do something once and check it off. It's going through and saying, what are the daily, weekly, and monthly activities that are going to help me reach my goal and the regular practice of those principles and those actions that really bring us the results and Mm -hmm. making success something that we do on a regular basis rather than something that we do just one off and hit a checkbox. Right. And that's what you said that inspired me. Ooh. Because I realized daily, weekly, monthly putting some system or routine into place that has me doing things regularly that actually make it happen. Yes. Now, I I acknowledge to you before the show that it inspired me, but I haven't really done much with it yet. Well, that's not completely true, actually, because I immediately implemented a few things and it made a difference. Okay. And have you noticed that it could always be better? Yeah, Sure. I'm always getting mine a little bit better and refining it and changing things and realizing that some things need to be daily and some things really need to be weekly and Mm -hmm. that kind of process is good. And I think that one of the things that is really important with taking on a practice like this is understanding that everyone's is going to be different. Some people need to do some things more frequently than others and some people need to do them less frequently but with deeper intention. And so one of the problems that people get caught up with whenever they're trying to achieve any kind of goal or if they're trying to do something, even using the daily, weekly, and monthly principle is they start to compare themselves to other people and they start to right. say, oh, well, so-and-so did this faster or so-and-so did this better or why did this work for mm. somebody else instead of working for me? And we have to acknowledge that our peak performance is ours. And so part of what's important about that process is owning it, owning the responsibility for your goals and dreams, taking 100% responsibility for them, but then knowing that you need to honor your path as you try to achieve those things Mm -hmm. because it's not about what the neighbor did or what your friend on social media did. It's really about how you tackle your own process, do it your way to -hmm. achieve your results. Mm -hmm. I just realized something, Michelle. You're an expert. <laughs> You're just like this amazing guru of what you teach. I will pay you later for that. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the acknowledgement is you didn't just poof into that position. Again, the alliteration of P's. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. It, it was a process. Absolutely. Another P. And there's a story behind it. Can you tell us just a little bit of your story? 
Oh, if the process is there one particular in mind you want? Well, just how did you get from being whoever you were before to being this amazing <gasps> success coach? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I think that, um, I haven't said this before, but this is what came to my head when you asked, when you said that question, so I'm going to go with it. Yeah, let's roll with it. Um, I was a debater in high school and college, and that's how I paid uh, for my education. And so mm-hmm. I did speaking and debating, team debate, mm-hmm. for years and years. And one of the things that I that people kept saying I could do was I could apply anything to a success principle. Like any experience, if you handed me a pen and they said, write a speech about this, I could talk about making your mark on life or whatever. I don't know what happened in my head, but that happened. And I started to have experiences where immediately something would say teaching moment. Mm. And I started to get into the process of that a little bit. And I it feels funny to say out loud, but I think part of it is just saying that what, for each of us, regardless of where we are, each of us have to make a decision that we're going to do yeah. it. And we have these crossroad moments all the time. And, you know, I call them make it happen moments. You get to that place where you have to decide, am I going to do it or am I not? I had, am, do I want to be a speaker? Yes or no. Forever I put that in a box labeled someday and said I couldn't do it for a 500 different reasons. And then one mm-hmm. day I said, you know what, why not today? And so my question and challenge to those I interact with is, what's your dream? What would mm-hmm. make you happier than anything else? And why not today? Do it today. Take the ownership and begin the progress and process to achieve that. So you went through this yourself. Sure. You experienced this as well. And that's the point that I wanted to make because it's not like you were somehow endowed with all of this incredible knowledge and and somehow given the position to be able to speak and, and author books and train people. You had a dream. You had an idea, a, a vision, a sure. passion. And that vision is the first half. An important half. Sure. Getting clear about that. And realizing there's reasons why you have your dream. Absolutely. A lot of us, I, well, I I say us because I have my own moments where, um, choosing the path of least resistance is the easiest. And I just want to sit around on the couch and eat bonbons and potato chips and not really go anywhere. It's just more fun to watch movies. Yeah. And so we all have those moments, you know, that fork in the road, that place where we get to pick. But I think that for, for each of us, the idea is not to settle. Mm-hmm. And to say, you know what, I want to create this kind of life. What is my ideal life? What would that look like? And mm-hmm. make it so awesome and so wonderful that you are so excited every day to get up and right. create it for yourself. So this is your why. Absolutely. I feel really strongly about my why. In fact, you changed a time-honored system of goal setting, SMART goals. Oh, yeah. I kind of changed some things a little you bit. You kind of changed it up. Michelle, would you like to share that? Sure. George Doran is the man behind SMART goals, and we're, most and people are familiar. that's an acronym. Yeah. SMART is, stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. And right. I agree with all of those things. And I think that for all of us who have been doing goal setting for a long time, that's a great principle. You know, it needs to be something we can do. It needs to have a deadline and mm-hmm. it needs to be something that we specifically can and can attain. Um, one of the things I think is missing from that framework is the why piece. And so I change goals yeah. to just be smarty goals, which doesn't sound mm-hmm. as, you know, English correct as it should be, but... I think the power and principle is important and I don't want to necessarily change a good thing, but add on to it and say that if you know why you want something, 
then it makes it a lot easier to achieve that because we'll all have Mm. those moments where we hit a wall, we hit something that says, hey, are we going to do this or not? And you have to go back to your why. And a lot of people will take those bumps in the road as a sign of, oh, you're right, I shouldn't do this. Right. When in reality, those are just little um, little tests to test the conviction of your goals, mm-hmm. trials of your fate, if you will, mm. to know if you're going to do it. And so if my why is up on a three by five card on, in my bathroom or on my mirror or by my desk, mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier at those hard moments when I hit that bump to go back and get rooted in my why and then continue on. So, so the why in Smarty is your purpose, your, yes, your why. Yeah. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to put $10,000 in the bank? Why do you want to write a book? When your why is strong enough, you get past all of the bumps. Sure. You're able to come up with the how. Yeah. If you have a strong enough why, I believe that. Absolutely. And I've seen that in the people that I coach as well, or in my own life. Sure. Uh, the book that I published last year. Um, and, and when you talk about daily, weekly, monthly, uh, for almost a decade, Michelle, I was telling myself, I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Every time I said it, it was true. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to write a book. It's always out there somewhere in the future, you yeah. know? And... It took the process to actually make it happen. Like you said, you have to have vision and action. Action. Yeah, because the book doesn't write itself. Mm -mm. So I had to decide on a weekly writing appointment. And for me, it was 5 o'clock Saturday morning. Oh, wow. How the heck are you going to do 5 o'clock Saturday morning if you don't have a strong enough why? Exactly. But my why was so strong, Michelle, that I couldn't sleep. It drew me out of bed. In fact, I'd start to get excited Friday yeah. night. When your why is that strong, the how happens. Absolutely. And the book's on the shelf. There you go. Maybe in your hands, dear listener. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. But Michelle, we got some more stuff to talk about. All right, I'll be here. So we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com Hi, my name is Chris Crone, and thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. I became financially independent, starting from nothing, by the age of 26. My purpose is to financially liberate the captive. Are you searching for a realistic proven system in real estate to create enough residual income to retire or fund your dreams? I invite you to learn about a passive turnkey proven system and approach to real estate where my team of 200 experts can do all the heavy lifting to create the freedom you're searching for. 
visit www.liveonpurpose.strongbrook.com to get a free copy of my book, The Straight Path to Real Estate Wealth. Just enter the code FREE at www.liveonpurpose.strongbrook.com. So, Michelle, I had a conversation earlier today with one of my clients. Now, this is someone who hasn't seen me for a couple of years. He's entrepreneurial. He's got all kinds of principles and ideas in his head that he just, he's on fire about. And when he called me today, he said, you know what? I keep getting stuck. I thought, I know this stuff in my head but I keep going back to the same old patterns and I'm not accomplishing what it is that I want to accomplish. Help me. And so I said, hey, I'm interviewing Michelle McCullough today. Make sure you listen. I'm sure. Actually, that's going to provide some value to him because we're going to get practical next. Yes. Okay. First of all, that probably blew your mind when I shared that example with you. You've probably never heard that oh, before, I hear right? Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. We hear it all the time because it's a natural human condition. Absolutely. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. So first, let's, let's start with the vision part of that, the dream. Mm-hmm. I believe that there's a reason why each individual has the particular dreams that they have. Sure. What's your sense of that? Where... Where do you go with that when I say that? Well, there's a couple of different thoughts in that, but I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, God wouldn't put a dream in your heart if mm. he wouldn't put it in your hand. Mm. And so I think that the things that we get ideas about are really truly meant for us. And that if we can own that, yeah. that that's half the battle, right? Because we spend half of our time thinking, I don't deserve that, or I shouldn't have that, or that's not really meant for me, or I'm supposed to do this instead. So we can lay a lot of shoulds on ourselves and start shoulding all over. And then the next thing you know, we do nothing because we don't believe we we deserve those kinds of things, when in reality, we deserve it all and more. It's like we've talked ourselves out of it before we even begin. Absolutely. And And that... Self-talk is horrible. Oh my gosh. There's probably at least 20 reasons why not to do what you've been inspired to do. Sure. And then it's just easier to listen to those negative feelings instead of focusing Mm -hmm. on the ones that are fueling you and helping you move forward. So own it. Yes. Number one. How? A couple of things. Okay. Um, A couple of things I recommend, a couple of good visioning exercises that make them make it make your dreams more real mm-hmm. simple things that you might have heard of before like a vision board yep taking pictures of what the goal actually realized would look like you know a long time mm-hmm. ago i was attending an event um in san jose and i was drawn to a specific publisher that was the sponsor of the event mm-hmm. and there were people lined up forever to pitch their books and i didn't know what my book was going to be yet but I knew there was one. And so when I went up to him, he's like, okay, what's your pitch? And I'm like, I don't have one, but what I need from you is to stand here and we're going to pretend like we're holding a book Mm -hmm. and you and me are going to hold this book. And someday that's going to be a real book. And it was a strategic part on my part because I wanted him to remember me. So I immediately sent him that picture 
and just said it yeah. was great connecting with you at that event. Would love to stay in touch. And then a couple of years later, when I actually did have a book, I sent him my book, Make It Happen, and just mm-hmm. said, hey, I self-published this. I'd love for you to take my second book, but um, wanted to send this your way, see if you had any thoughts or feedback. Mm-hmm. He remembered me. He gave me the time of day. Um, but then he responded and said, I want it and picked it up. And so that simple principle of saying, what's the vision of it, but making it real for yourself. Because again, once we take it out of our head and put it on paper or write it down, you know, they say that only 3% of the world writes down their goals. So however Mm. you want to do that, either find a picture that represents it or actually write down the words, because it turns out those 26 characters of the alphabet our brain also understands. And when we write them down, it can become really powerful because that's the first step in really owning what you want and making changes is some sort of physical reminder of what it is. Love it. It's, it's giving our mind a prototype Yes. to work with. And I shared with you that I do that. I love it. With my book. I've got, I've got a book on my shelf here that is actually someone else's book. I can't even remember what book it is. But when I, when I was designing the cover, and the concept for my book, I printed it out on plain paper, Sure. taped it to the front of the other book. I've got my next book right here. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. I have created a physical prototype. It helps my mind to start to realize and think what that word means. Yeah, real. To make real. Yeah. It helps my mind to realize that what I am creating will actually manifest in a physical form at some point. And it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And then that thought becomes a thing. Absolutely. Very literally. Mm -hmm. So that's all in the vision end of things, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. I've noticed your book has some other practical ideas. You've got some things on your website too. And we'll drive people back to that right at the end of the show today. But there's, there's then this second part, and this is where you shine, I think. Take action. Yes. Right? So we got daily, weekly, monthlies. Give us a couple of nuggets. Where do we go with sure. that? Sure. I tend to geek out at this point. So if at any point you're starting to think blah, 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 just stay with me. Because yeah. here's the thing. The, the difference between those who do and those who don't is in a simple four-letter word, and that is plan. And people hate that word. I mean, creatives hate it. Can you hear the groans? Yes, absolutely. Every time I say it, if Mm. I say it in an event, you can hear the whole audience go, crap. But here's the thing. Plan (laughs) is the four-letter word for success. And Mm. if you want it to happen, it happens because you're willing to make a commitment. Just like you made a commitment to wake up every Saturday morning at 5 Mm a.m., we have to start putting things on our calendar putting things on our to-do lists, and then checking them off. Our brain understands those things more than we give them credit for. Mm. We know what it's like to be driven by a calendar. We, Our bodies and our brains understand 8 a.m. and 10 p.m. So start yeah. to make appointments with yourself for the things that matter most to you. And again, yeah. integrate that with your daily, weekly, and monthly list and start chunking away at those things because it's in the planning and the productivity that the results actually occur. Okay, pause. Yes. You just said something that's just amazing. <laughs> and and really, this is going to change some lives. Think about this. As you're listening to this podcast today, Michelle just said, make an appointment with yourself. Yes. It's just like me with my book. Stop telling yourself I'm going to or eventually or someday. Really? When does someday show up on your calendar? Absolutely. Pick a day and a time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Ron Zeller, a powerful leadership coach, puts it this way. He says, the only way, the only time you can do anything is now. Yes. And then he defines now as having a start time, an end time, and a very specific task in between those two times. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was, okay, I'm making an appointment with myself Saturday morning at five o'clock. If, and, and if you have an appointment with me, you put it on your calendar and you make sure you show up, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So if you have an appointment with yourself, same thing. Yes. Our appointments with ourselves for our goals and dreams and our actions that move us forward are just as important as a meeting with a client or even lunch with a friend. Yes. So making that, but for a lot of us, you know, we've had broken commitments before. Mm -hmm. We've broken hundreds of New Year's resolutions. We've, we hit the snooze button 25 times as we get out of bed in the morning, you know? And I remember hearing that at a lecture once and thinking to myself, we are a series of broken commitments. And for some Mm. of us, if it's something that you need to do, maybe what needs, the approach needs to happen for you is goal graduation. Some of us get so excited by this big, hairy, audacious goal, Mm -hmm. and then we get caught up in the bigness of it. But if you know that you just need to take one little step forward, set a small goal, hit that, and then your brain goes, oh, I can do it. And then you set a bigger goal, and you set a bigger goal, and you set a bigger goal. But even still, the goal is only a piece of it. The action, the productivity, the pieces are really where the results come. And the action has to happen at a time that is occupied on your calendar. Yes, blocked. It's it, no interruptions. Right. It just isn't just going to appear out of nowhere. Nope. So when you say I'm going to do something, push the pause button and put it on your calendar. Yes. I'm going to do it then. Mm-hmm. Now. The the now that's defined by a start time and an end time. Sure. Beautiful, very practical. Love it. Take it the Develop that for a minute into the, your idea of daily, weekly, monthly. I think it has to do yes. with this graduation idea. No, absolutely. You know, you talked about writing your book. I used a similar process to write mine. Mm-hmm. Um, things take about the time that we give them the amount of time for. Right. And so sometimes in our heads we can say, oh, it's going to take forever. It's going to take 20 hours. I can't do it. So part of the piece of that is breaking everything down in your daily, weekly, and monthly list into one hour or less tasks. And then chunking them and putting them to block categories. So for you, part of yours is part of yours would be writing. Some of it would be concepting. Mm-hmm. Some of it would be brainstorming. And I put all of those things on my calendar in one-hour time blocks. And I schedule a week out in advance. And I schedule, you know, for my business, I schedule marketing time. I schedule admin time. I schedule creating time. That's where I do my writing, mm. my videos, my phones. But again, some of those things happen every single day. And some of those things happen... Um, once a week, but my planner is color coded and open Mm -hmm. into a weekly format. Our brain thinks in weeks the most more than anything else. Mm. Sometimes it's not as much about what we do that day, but how we see it fits into the entire week. Okay. And so sitting down and saying, okay, well, if I need three writing time blocks, is that going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or is it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but working it out and then giving yourself permission each, each week to reevaluate make changes adjust and adjust as needed. as needed. You don't mm-hmm. have to say, oh, I have to do it. Like for you, you could have said, listen, fr- Saturdays at 5 a.m. is my time. But after a couple of weeks, if that didn't work, that doesn't mean that the project is gone. Just find a different spot for reschedule. it. Reschedule. Move it somewhere else. We reschedule things all the time. Our brain Absolutely. understands that. But move it, plug it in, and commit to that. Right. Just like you would reschedule with a client. Exactly. Or a guest on your show. You just find another time. I think we did that, didn't yes, we, we Michelle? Yes, we did. Uh-huh. 
because it's important. We're absolutely going to do it. Let's reschedule it mm-hmm. and then keep that uh, that system in place. It allows you to actually make it happen. And you know, your brain goes to work on that. If some yeah, people are like, I don't know, I'm not going to be able to sit down and just write. And I'm like, you'd be surprised. Your brain already knows that's coming on Saturday at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. If you write it in your calendar, when you sit down, things start to happen. And I get ideas throughout the week and I'll keep notes on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then when it's actual, my actual time to get something done, I can sit down and either go back to those notes or my brain is ready. Just mm-hmm. ready for that because we emotionally prepare for things all the time. We emotionally prepare prepare for dinner with the family if we're not ready for that. Yeah. But we emotionally prepare for things. And if you tell your brain and body you're committed to something, if you make that commitment, it's ready. That's right. Okay, beautiful. I realized something as you were saying that too because I have gotten pretty good at making appointments with myself. And I've realized, okay, my marketing stuff isn't going to just happen. I have yep. to, I have to do it. And when am I going to do it? I'm going to do it during a now, which has a start time and an end time. So mm-hmm. I'm putting it on my calendar. As I was reading through your book, I noticed that there are little robbers that st- sneak in and steal our time. Absolutely. And distractions is one of those for me. It's so easy for me to give up that appointment to some other purpose. And it may not be as important to me. Mm-hmm. So we have to protect it too. Yep. Turn off the notifications on your email. Turn mm-hmm. off the social media buttons that come up on your phone. If um, it's not your social media appointment. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Then it doesn't. Just like when I have an appointment with a client, I'm not checking my Facebook during that Exactly. Hour. Exactly. Okay. You know what? This is pretty simple, isn't it? Absolutely. So anybody can do this or just really, really super smart people? No, anyone. You hear success stories all the time of, you know, (laughs) some guy from the slums who decides to change his ways and put on the calendar and it happens. So it doesn't have to be. So you have tools available for people. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Michelle's book, Make It Happen, the 11 practices of peak performers. It comes with the time blueprint for entrepreneurs right inside. So you get two books in one. That's available on your website. Uh Speakmichelle.com. Two L's in Michelle. Yep. Speakmichelle.com. That's the best way to get a hold of you? Absolutely. Reach out, connect. We'd love to help you. And there's lots of resources there as well. Folks, seriously, a great person to have on your team. Hire her as a coach to come speak to your organization or just go get the resources on our website. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you.